All views and language expressed by the hosts and guests on this podcast are solely their personal opinions and do not reflect their employers or organizations they are associated with. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Okay, recording on. And then we'll just fade into it. Uh, just set the moon get us going Uh, it feels weird when we do it yeah it's like we hear other people do it so it's not as weird (laughs) oh still getting used to this yeah cool new toy though man yeah i love it i love it i love it already (laughs) (laughs) okay so we can get started on our next episode and this one is going to be the growth process and this is really our experience of growing what our process was and I want to do a little bit of compare and contrast on how you kind of looked at your journey through challenges and um, even things you wanted to pursue and then see how we're similar or different. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want me to, to like explain my process? That's, is that what we're doing? Yes. Okay. Um, so this time, instead <coughs> of just shooting from the hip, I actually decided to put some <laughs> thought into what we're talking about. So I, I took some notes, and after reflecting on things that I've experienced, these are the things that, I found were like patterns in my experiences because I, I, I thought back to like multiple instances where I felt like I grew somewhat and, and accomplished something. Um, these things happen in all those cases. So my process, I'll just start with the high level and then kind of go deeper into like, like what each step is. So it always started with some sort of motivating factor. And then from there I would study that subject after I studied it, I would make a plan, figure out like where I want to go and figure out like um, like a plan to get there. And then I would start grinding on that thing. I would inevitably fail. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I would fail. <clears throat> and then um, I would recover from it, reflect on it, do more research, which is essentially the study stage over again, mm-hmm. recalibrate, and then rinse and repeat, go back to the grind. And so... I'm going to rewind and kind of delve deeper into into those. That's, that's the high level. So for a motivating factor, for me, it could have been uh, a multitude of things. Mm-hmm. So um, it could just be curiosity. Sometimes I get curious about, like, random subjects. Oh, and yeah. I'll just study for no reason. Yeah. And, um, and even if it has no practical application, <laughs> like, I'll still... <laughs> I'll still pursue stuff sometimes just as a hobby. Right. Um, sometimes it's for like social interaction, mm-hmm. like doing stuff with friends or trying to like win somebody's like approval or something. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just like a personal desire. Like I want something like it could be like a physical thing. It could be like I want to be a certain way mm-hmm. um, or a personal achievement. Um, and sometimes it's actually not a positive thing. Sometimes it's for survival, yeah. like out of necessity. Yeah. 
the growth is has got to happen. But it, even in under those circumstances, I found I do the same thing. So once there's some something to spark the path, then like I start studying it. I start I figure out what is the end result I want, <clears throat> and then I just reverse engineer from whatever the end result is. I, I reverse engineer it to figure out like what are the main ingredients to to get there like if i was built if i was making a recipe what what are the main components um and that it could be, consist of like what like what type of knowledge do i need what kind of skill sets do i need to to have tools resources i figure out what pieces i'm working with and then once i know all the pieces then i put it together like a puzzle then i make the plan i create a plan of approach using like the the resources available um <clears throat> and after acquiring whatever knowledge or even it's not like I have to have the skill set, but I need to know which skill sets I need mm-hmm. because the skill set often for me comes in the grind part. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's where I actually get it. Yeah. But um, but creating a plan, so um, like uh, setting like benchmarks, milestones, and small goals that'll keep me motivated. Because like like <laughs> for example, I was just telling you today, right? I'm at work <laughs> yeah. and I have the mountain over. Like I thought I was so close to the end goal of one of the things I was working on. And I realized, like, there's a mountain ahead of me, and it was so Boom. demoralizing. Here's some more. I froze. And <laughs> it was like, like, I found for me, if I make small little goals along the way, I, I feel, like, more productive, and I feel more motivated to keep going. So um, establishing what those are, being realistic and reasonable uh, so that I don't discourage myself, right? Um, pacing myself, making yeah. sure, I, like, I tend to kind of burn out. And Dude, go, go hard. We all go uh, all in. Yeah, all in. <laughs> like, cause, cause, you know what? Especially in the beginning, right? It's so oh, exciting. Yeah. It's like, Super oh man, exciting. like I want to learn everything. I want to do everything. I mean, look at all this stuff you just bought. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, I mean, just like it's just it's so easy to just dive headfirst into the yeah. rabbit hole. But um, I, I found that I I burn out almost every time I do that. And then, like, it's better to just pace myself yeah. and, and, and plan it. Can't help it, though. Yeah. I mean, I think it's okay yeah. to get excited. But, like, I think, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's a fine line between driven and, like, obsessive. Mm-hmm. And, and I tend to cross that line mm. just, you know, without, without any hesitation. So, um, but pacing myself. And then also to, like, designing the plan... In, with, with the intention of having fun along the way like because the the process has to be fun otherwise i'm not going to do it like it, if it becomes not fun i'm like okay i'm not i'm, I'm over it i lost motivation i move on to the next thing so right. that's part of the plan then comes the action so the grind that's where that starts to happen and the grind grind is just getting my hands dirty doing the work <clears throat> practicing the skill or whatever it is as often and consistently as possible. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and all the way trying to have fun along the way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I try to like focus on that. If I lose that, then I, the whole thing falls apart. And then inevitably I fail. Usually it's usually out of ignorance or arrogance. Mm. It's, it's one of those. Like I think I'm better than I am and I hit a wall and then, or, or I just have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, that's a new thing. I need to take that into account, right? So failure is a crucial part of 
of the process because it's just like just like anything right with like building muscle you tear the muscle it grows back right and like grows back stronger yeah just it's and like that's a great analogy right because with everything it's it it applies to every situation i ever grew Mm -hmm. so after i inevitably fail then recovery is the next part i do before i reflect before i look back on on my failure and and dwell on it and and <laughs> forever scar and yourself and ruminate. Yeah, uh, before <laughs> before I just you know I dwell on on the issue. Uh, I need to recover from it emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Like however it affected me, because it, failure always sucks. I don't care how many yeah. times I've experienced it and come out of it, it always sucks. So recovering from it, like not letting it get to me. Um, emotionally, if it was a physical thing I was working on, like if I was exercising, letting myself rest, sleep, mm-hmm. right? Mentally, like sometimes too much work is exhausting, then I become less productive. Or spiritually, mm-hmm. I've had issues before or um, challenges where it, like I questioned my my values and my mm-hmm. belief. And, and sometimes that needs to be fixed before I can really go forward. Yeah. I have to like forgive myself or like whatever, you know, just so recovery. And then after I recover from it, then it's reflecting, then it's analyzing and digesting. Mm -hmm. Like, what did I learn from the failure and what can be done better? Once I figure out where the gaps are, I go back into research mode, back into studying. If I need to like look up more information, like I'll seek it out, like uh, anything that could help contribute to fixing whatever problem I just encountered. Um, if it's getting new resources, what new skills do I need? Mm-hmm. What new knowledge? And just broadening the scope of my plan. Right. Then um, applying that those new um, resources, information to recalibrate the plan and then just go back to the grind. And, just, it's just, and then it's just rinse and repeat. And the rinse and repeat happens until... I've either achieved the desired result that I want and or um, the level of competency in whatever it is I'm trying to achieve. And that's that's pretty much it. I think that's the the most common thing I experience. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts? I'm curious to hear what yours is too. Yeah, no, I uh, wanted to ask you first though, like when did you notice you started having a process? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Maybe like this afternoon when I started writing this. <laughs> <laughs> I like cuz to be honest, I never reflected on this mm. before, not not to this extent. Like I knew I knew like about components. I knew I have to study stuff. I knew I have to grind. I knew I have to make a mistake and and learn from it. But I never like like uh I never got this detailed yeah. in my awareness or consciousness of this process before. Yeah. <laughs> so this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so for slight context, um, before we started this today, um, I, I just gave Mike here a heads up. I was like, hey, this is going to be what we talk about today. Um, just jot down some thoughts and, you know, we want to do a little bit of compare and contrast in our own processes. Because I... Even as I told you, I was already thinking we're going to have so many things in common, oh, whether yeah. we know it or not. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, so, failure failure is a universal it is universal. <laughs> Uh, like yeah without failure you can't have success yeah i think i really think and believe that um man you said so much good stuff motivate like your motivating factor um what is trying to get to your end result studying the subject making a plan grinding failing then recovering studying again rinse repeat it's really similar to what i jotted down too and I think um, you are, let me backtrack that a second. Um, As far as the process, you just kind of got it jotted down today. But when did you think that you started even components of the process? I can answer that, actually. So the first, because I I reflected on... All the things that I felt like I, I got good at at some point. Yeah. Like, just not not really good. I'm not really good at anything, but, like, to gain any kind of level of proficiency. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I can remember going through something like this was learning how to play the drums. Oh, yeah. And That's and good. for me, like, I mean, I, went, I came from, like, literally no skill to practicing basics, like, excessively. And then, and like and obsessively, <laughs> and um, and when those got easier, I felt proud of myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, like I got good at this." It was the first thing I could remember getting decent at. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember ever having like a particular skill before that. And this yeah. happened to me when I was in like ninth grade. Mm-hmm. I was I was in I was in high school, um, and and it, it kind of started like this cycle of like, Ooh, I like the feeling that I got better at something and other people were happy about it. Yeah. And, and that validation kind of like spurred more inspiration to keep going. Mm-hmm. And then I kept mm-hmm. going and I, and I made, I made lots of mistakes. Um, but I didn't care cause I yeah. like, it was worth it to me and yeah. I just kept going and going and, going, and it hurt physically hurt. <laughs> it hurts. Um, but like, but the reward, the feeling that I got from from going, th- and it wasn't even like, like it was. It's not like there was an end point. It was like the whole process was fun. Yeah, and that's the first thing I can remember. I was like, this is this is like, this is so. This is the funnest thing I've done in my life so far. And so like that, and then that happened with like a bunch of other stuff after. But I think that experience helped me approach these other things, and initially. The other things I encountered were like unconscious. I, I wasn't aware that I was trying it the same way um, at first. And then later on, I think I just kind of intuitively started doing the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of glad you brought this up today because I never I never mapped it out like this before. But I feel like <laughs> I'm more, uh, I can be more intentional now. Yeah. Now that yeah. we have. Yeah. Um. Have you played sports as a kid or like watch sports documentaries and stuff? I not I haven't been so much into sports. I loved like kung fu movies. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> like when I was a kid, I was into like martial arts and like I was never really good at martial arts, yeah. but I I appreciated them. Yeah. So when MMA came out, I was like Dude. so happy <laughs> that this is a thing. Because <laughs> it's like I get to watch people fight as a sport. I like sports now. It's yeah. like, but then, <laughs> but then, um, 
But no, not not really. So like, the, yeah, the reason I I asked that is because I think it's a common thing in sports or coaching in general where they say trust the process. Mm. And like, I didn't think about this in that in in this growth way, but I think we just do a lot of the times like trust the process. Like, what is the process? Do these things, and you're like, yeah, whatever. Do it, do it, do it. And then you get to the point of proficiency, and then without sometimes re- even realizing that that was the process of developing the skill, developing the habit and getting better at something, right? Like um, Karate Kid with Daniel-san, right? <laughs> wax on, wax on. Yeah, wax. Exactly that, right? <laughs> like, he didn't really tell him, trust the process. He said, just wax on, wax on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, I, th- I think, I feel like I just read that too somewhere. I th- was that in the, that was in the, how Ryan, Ryan Holiday, Oh, the, is it the obstacle is the way? Obstacle is the way. Yeah, I think, so I, I just started reading it. I didn't finish it yet, but mm-hmm. I remember him saying, like, trust the process and, like, how much it takes the stress away yeah. of, like, of that, that trying to achieve that end result. Yeah. You, just, you just focus on what you can control. Yeah, that's, that stood out to me, too. I, I, I got to finish that book. That's a good book. <laughs> Dude, his books are surprisingly good. I, didn't, I don't know when I found it, but obstacle is the way is by far my favorite you know at first i was thinking like ah, it's gonna be all stuff i know already <laughs> and, and a lot of it's familiar it is but then like he he does frame it in a unique way that makes it stick a little bit better i think yeah so i liked it i, I or I'm, I'm enjoying it still about, about halfway through yeah i think that's and that's part of what this whole thing too is right like we want to kind of reframe some of the perspectives and if somebody does gain an insight onto this then yeah perfect right love it exactly it's just all the same stuff <laughs> it's all we're all just saying the same thing yeah <laughs> and it's like again right how much of that stuff is just encoded into what we do how we do things and we don't give it conscious thought mm. just like that <laughs> thing. yeah like when i asked you to do it because i did it too so for me and my growth process like i'll cover that in a little bit but going through the action of that and like, oh yeah, there's actually a lot of things that I do, but if I had to distill it down to so many steps, this is what I would do. So it was a good exercise and I challenge, I I really would challenge anyone to kind of think about it. Like what would their growth process be? Cause it could be anything from, you know, sports, martial arts, work, whatever. And it's similarities in there. Okay. So for mine, and feel free to uh, talk while I do this if you want. <laughs> we can go through it. But for my my f- maybe four, five-step process, um, number one is there's always a catalyst for change, good or bad. Um, motivation, desire generally tend to be the main driving factor and then wanting to get better at that. So a catalyst for change. Um, second, number two, would be an action step, like taking action to make change. And that is going to be growth, right? Taking action to grow. Um, Number three would be reflection and deliberate practice. Deliberate practice. So was the direction, the actions that I took good or bad? Did it move me forward or backward in the direction that I want to go? And... If it did move me backwards, 
what type of things do I need to pay attention to and deliberately and intentionally do to move me in the direction that I want to grow into. And then number four is part of that deliberate practice, which is that Kaizen idea, which is continuous improvement based on small positive change, right? So part of the, the reflection and deliberate practice is if I'm moving the needle even 1% a day, is it in the direction that I want it to go? And then just like you said, right, rinse and repeat. Go back, reflect and practice, reflect and practice. And then really that end goal, that, that's something I didn't think about too, is what is the end goal? Sometimes I didn't have an end goal. I just wanted to learn what this thing is. And then as I got better at it, I'm like, oh, now I have a goal. I want to attain this level of proficiency, of competency. And then once I get there, it's like, what else can I do with this competency, right? Um, and then just, right, 1% better until it becomes either automated and I'm like, okay, that was a fun hobby or a fun skill. Is there something else that complements this or am I satisfied enough with what it is and do I close a chapter on that or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so that's that <laughs> mine is really simple. Um, so you know, to go in more depth, right? Like the catalyst for change, I think a lot of times it tends to be more of pain. Like in the last episode, kind of shared like, oh, I was kind of comparing myself to my friends, and good or bad, right? We have we we do tend to compare ourselves to other people, and in that comparison, I found it to be really painful that I'm not really doing anything. So what am I going to do to get better? And then from that experience, right, what do I have in, in the scope of my control? Like I can't go out tomorrow and find a job that'll pay me a million dollars or something. Right. But I can change a habit and go to the gym, start reading a page a day and then start developing myself as a person so that when the opportunity comes, I'm ready for it. So that was kind of that moment of pain for me. Then the taking action, that, that I don't know if that ever was easy, but it always felt like there is something that I can do, right? Like, I'm not just gonna sit back and be like, oh, what was me? When you can open up your phone and Google, what are the top five things I can do today to make myself a better person? Mm -hmm. And whether or not that's relevant to your situation, that's still... It's still something. Something. Yeah, it's still something. <laughs> right? So it, it's, it's always some sort of action that can be taken. Um, I, I did that today, too. What I was telling you earlier, Yeah. I, I went through the same thing. Like I was in a rut, and I didn't know what to do, so I just started doing something yeah and i i do feel better as a result even recording this makes me feel better. <laughs> like it's it's something and yeah. it's positive it is moving in the right direction yeah so yeah i appreciate it too <laughs> <laughs> yeah good good as jocko would say good, good. <laughs> your dog's dead good <laughs> broken arm good you got the other <laughs> grandma's in the hospital good <laughs> There's a time and place for that kind of mindset, <laughs> for sure, though. <laughs> uh, 
So reflection and deliberate practice, I think we're definitely going to touch on those as separate subjects. Kind of went into Mm. some detail on it. And then I think action and Kaizen would be my two fundamental things in the growth process. If I had to go to how some of this came about, I think it was either in college or high school or somewhere, somebody was like, what is a smart goal? I'm like, smart goal is a goal that's smart. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic, timely, right? That's out of order completely. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> words aren't my thing. <laughs> but but that that smart goal right does lead into your growth habit does lead into your practice does lead into how you define where you want to take yourself even Mm -hmm. and as we grow in our careers and we become responsible for things you need to set realistic goals and now you have measurables to that and if you're do taking that practice and applying it to yourself, then, you know, you turn that critical eye and kind of gauge, like, are you doing the right things to where you want to go? So Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on sort of that? Yeah. You definitely fleshed yours out a lot more than I did this time (laughs) around. (laughs) Yeah. I I dug deep. Yeah. Deep. (laughs) Yeah. Like I like, I like, I like how your, your process focuses really on, like the most important components i feel like like uh, like i went into my 47 step process right <laughs> <laughs> but but like it's it's easy to lose track of like if, if someone was trying to apply this mm. i mean that's a lot to swallow right but yeah. four steps like if, if you were to simplify it into how can this be applied in 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 the its simplest form um I think the things you touched on are the most important parts. Like if you were to combine a bunch of my steps into, mm. into like bigger chunks, it's all the same. I feel like it, or like the results are the same. And I think what's good about, about um, the way you framed it is that it like, it's, it's simple enough for someone to apply it immediately without hesitation. Like, if if I was trying to share this list that I created with somebody, <laughs> they'll look at this and be like, yeah, I'll work on that tomorrow. Like, you know, it's like, I feel like it's too much. If you think about it too much, right? You know, right? if I were to think about it too much, I would freeze and yeah. I would just be like hesitant to even start. It's but, like that um, analysis by paralysis. Right, right. Right. And, and, but you point out, right? Like taking action is such a crucial thing. Like, like don't don't overthink it yeah just like just just start doing something and and if you're gonna think about anything think about those four things that you just said because like if you just followed that process whether you understand it or not like even if you don't like dig deep and figure out every single piece like i'm i like to tinker with like my thoughts so much that i break things down to such fine detail sometimes but that can be a double-edged sword in that like sometimes i i freeze i think too much and then I end up not doing anything, mm-hmm. and then I regret it, and then it just turns into like a, <laughs> a spiral of misery. Yeah. Spiral of misery. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think it's important too to break it down. Like, I I gave this a lot of thought on what I wanted to share on the podcast, and I wanted to keep it kind of simple because I know for a fact we are gonna dive a lot deeper into some of those topics for sure. And I have 
broken down my growth process way deeper than these four things. But I was like, what can I share that is quick and relevant enough yeah. in a conversation? No, that's good. Because it frames like, the old, this is the big picture. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, then, and then we dive into like all the pieces yep. over time. Because each, each one of these things are like hundreds of conversations. Dude. <laughs> Hun- easily hundreds of conversations. And Every- we can thread it back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's cool, man. Nice. Yeah. I think in similarity, we do have a lot of similarities. And I think that's the the thing that I wanted to cover because it just kind of goes to show us, right? Regardless of our background and experience, there are ideas and topics agnostic to that. We can take away things from different disciplines, different industries, different um, sources and molded to be our own because like this process that you have from your motivating factor down to your rinse and repeat right is something cycles that you've gone through your entire life Mm. and then you've brought it to awareness today so that's now if you share it with your kids or mentees or in an interview or other mentors and kind of compare the process like how we just did we're going to find it's pretty similar Mm -hmm. and then it's it becomes then, to me at least, the point of action. Who actually implements this and who actually does it in their mm. day-to-day lives. And then that's, that definitely goes without saying, like, you'll have high periods in your life, you'll have low periods where motivation is good, discipline has to, and then when motivation goes down, discipline has to take over and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I think what's one of the things that we said earlier was, like, contrast. Is there anything that's kind of different in what we do and from the notes that i wrote down not really <laughs> yeah not really. i feel like it's, it is largely the same yeah it's just it's just like uh d- it's just organized in different pieces mm-hmm. like it's the same and it's even the same order it's, yeah. it's the same order it's just like one is bigger chunks one is like 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 smaller chunks and that but it's all the same yeah it's all the same and that's so weird because we didn't we before this conversation we didn't say oh what's your growth process what's my growth yeah. process we're gonna share <laughs> we just figured it and out. collude together <laughs> yeah. and make it like oh we did this right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no I yeah I agree not much not much different what what for so earlier we were talking you asked me what was the first time I experienced something like this or, or like consciously or unconsciously, when was the first time you remember? What was it for you? Like for me, it was drums for you. What was it? Hmm. I think like more realistic and tangible mm-hmm. was playing the saxophone. Oh, it's, it's both music. Yeah. Whoa. Interesting. Cause like growing up, right. Video games. Yeah. That's one thing, but it's not, mm-hmm measured against anything because it's just a score on a leaderboard right you're playing with your cousins your family like yeah you're better than them whatever but it's not a process Mm. like it is a process for sure but it's not like a consciously developed and thought process Mm. but when i got into middle school and like oh i want to join the band picked up the saxophone then it was deliberate Mm. like i wanted to get better i wanted to play a certain style of music Mm. and then i was like how do i get better and then whatever resources were available, and the teachers, um, friends, and stuff, and we all practice, right? Mm. 
same thing. Yeah, so you can relate. Yeah, easily. Yeah. When you're talking about the drums, totally, I was like, totally oh. understood what I mean. dude, I was in marching band too. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about that. Oh man, yeah. I was just I was just talking about that with my family yesterday. How much pain being in the band was. Like, yeah, it's it's physically way harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, That's, but it was worth it. Though. It was so fun. It was so much fun. I had so much fun. I would do it again. I don't know about that, but I, I would uh, I would play the music. <laughs> I wouldn't march parades. Oh, at this age, no. no, dude, no way, man. Yeah, I was yeah. like, if if we went back in time, yeah, I do. I, I can't even walk six miles. <laughs> like, bruh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, other than that experience, it'd have to be tennis. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, because then you know when you play sports, right? You have your team that's relying on you. Oh. When when I played sports when I was younger, there were people already that was better that was playing sports for a long time. Mm. So it didn't feel like. I could keep up with that. So it was whatever. I was like, I'm just going to play. Well, I was playing soccer. So like, I play in the backfield and I'll slide tackle whoever <laughs> freaking comes my way, right? <laughs> There's so much running. I'm not a runner. I've, it's like, it hurts. <laughs> but playing tennis, like your partner is, you know, at most 10 feet away from you and they're relying on you to cover your shot, cover your court. Mm. And that to me, I was like, oh shit, that was really my fault, right? I see. Yeah, and then that's when I was, like, really invested in wanting to be better because my partner needed me. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I didn't turn it inward. Like, I wanted to be better just for myself. So you didn't want to let them down. Right. Oh, yeah. I I didn't turn that lens inward for a long time. Like, it wasn't until probably after college. Mm, I see. A lot of it was... Very much externally driven. Mm. Yeah, I feel like yeah, a lot of my stuff, a lot of the things that I pursued were all externally driven at first. Yeah, I think as I get older, I'm I'm starting to feel that less and less. Mm-hmm. Like, just uh, there's less things that I want. And I, was yeah. ta- I was talking, we were talking earlier, right? Like, there's there's, I feel like I have so much. I have everything I need mm-hmm. in my life, and it's like I don't have really much that I want anymore. But I I feel like right right now I'm searching for something that's like internally driven to to pursue because yeah. I'm I'm kind of bored and like <laughs> and like like this the process of growing is really fun yeah I enjoyed learning and struggling how to play drums um, I I enjoyed the process of oh. learning how to play Street Fighter like those things were fun to me you know I don't have anything like that right now I need something. So there was, <clears throat> and this is just me being me. I don't know. I'm kind of weird like that. But there was a point in time that every year I wanted to pick up a new hobby. Something really? that I never committed to before. What was the most obscure hobby you've ever picked up? See, but that's the thing. Like, it wasn't anything obscure. Like, Aww. I wish I did, like, push myself to be more out of my comfort zone. <laughs> okay. So, like, what did I do? So this was out of college and... Every year, I wanted to try and do something different. So, like, I committed myself to the gym consistently for a year, like diet, um, mm. routine, everything, stuff like that, right? Then the next year, I was like, oh, I want, I've always played basketball with my friends, but I always was at a certain level. I never felt like I was any better than that. So, what if I committed myself to a year for this? So, like, you know, going out and deliberately practicing shots, moves, um, dribbling, all that stuff. Then it was tennis. And because I played tennis in high school, I, 
committed to tennis and then competed like in a league. And then after that, it was jujitsu. And I think jujitsu is it. And like that was, that was top tier for me. Like after that, That's cool, nothing man. else mattered. Yeah. Like I wanted jujitsu. <laughs> That's such a cool hobby to have. Yeah. And then COVID happened, right? Oh, so yeah. I committed myself to surfing because that was one thing that we could do. Uh, right. I see. So, yeah, just... Uh, These are all really athletic, <laughs> like really, really healthy habits. I played Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> see, but there was still the process in there, right? Yeah, there the was, thing, right? but it's like... How do you get better It at? sounds way less cool than jujitsu. <laughs> I think jujitsu is like so cool. No way, man. <laughs> I talked to my, my brother and he's like, oh yeah, you know, when you do certain moves, you can frame cancel and do these things and you get this edge. I was like, frame cancel? <gasps> Your brother played Street Fighter too? He played Smash Brothers. Oh, oh, that's Sorry. right, Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. it's not you know top tier like well, Street Fighter. No, no, Smash Brothers is. I I never got good at that, but that's that's a tough one like yeah. to master. Like people who are good at it are They're like freaking, they do crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, I never got to the point of counting frames and stuff like that. Bruh, one time like he tweaked out on it in college. Came back for um, December winter break, and he and I were home, so we played, and I was like what the fuck bro? <laughs> it's like not even fair <laughs> it's so discouraging yeah. yeah like in fighting games if you're not on the same level it's so discouraging yeah it's like you have to take time to learn the difference like why is this happening yeah and if you don't ever figure that out it's just like it's so discouraging dude that's just jujitsu yeah described jiu-jitsu. <laughs> just described mma <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real Those like fundamental concepts that carry through and especially like in 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 the art of war, right? Like mm. Sun Tzu, yeah. Like I, I, that was one of the books that I sort of skimmed through. I'm like, oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> Never really I, dived deep. I I pick I picked up a whole. I have like a library of stuff at home yeah. and that's one of them I saw like I felt guilty for never having read that dude same it's such it's such a cool <laughs> sounding book like I want to know how to like master war that's neat right I'm like I'm yeah I have no idea but yeah I, I've been meaning to read that one too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool anything else we want to cover on the topic of the growth process no nah, I mean I think that's I think in terms of like this focus of the like the big picture, that's all I got for now. But like I'm looking forward to diving into like deep diving into each individual part because each one of these things we could expand a lot. Yeah, and share like I have experiences that I know I'm sure you have experience we could share that that would be interesting. And I, I'm I'm excited to hear what your experiences were. <laughs> like that's yeah like yeah I'm I mean, excited to hear. I know yours. we're recording this so other people can can listen. But like, I'm just here talking to you. <laughs> like, right, right now. Like, this is for us. my benefit. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, that's it for me, man. Cool. So, let's recap this. Um, Mike, your growth process, if you want to run down real quick. Oh, my 47 steps. Your 47 okay. step process. <laughs> All right. Uh, decide, or there's there's going to be a motivating factor to spark the the pursuit um, then I study it, I make a plan, I grind it, I fail inevitably, recover from the failure, reflect on it, and, uh, research to get more information, resources, recalibrate the plan, and adjust to fix whatever failure I experienced, and then rinse and repeat. Go back to the grind and start all over, and do that, rinse and repeat, until 
I've achieved the desired results and or level of competency in whatever it is I'm trying to do. Nice. Man, and, you know, when you talked about having an end goal, I was like, I think that I should have had that too. <laughs> well, you know, but, like, but you said, right? Like, yeah. sometimes there is no end goal and yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Right. Like for me, drums, Street Fighter, there's no end goal. There yeah. is there is no end. The process is the point. Yeah. And, and like, and that's like, to me, those are the most beautiful things. The ones that don't have an end goal because it feels <laughs> like it could go on forever. Yeah. I like, those are my favorite ones. But... Well, like, end goal, I guess, in some cases, maybe, right? Right. Like, I want to save up to buy a house or something yeah. like that. Like, okay, fine. But there's, but like, um, I think in James Clear, he talks about uh, goals as a checkpoint where oh. you kind of use it to see, are you headed in the right direction? Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I think maybe that's why I was thinking it in that sense. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense to me, too. Yeah. Because, yeah, life is open-ended. Yeah. that's the best part of life yeah yeah. it's it's all open (laughs) cool and then for me my four-step process is one there's a catalyst for change and taking that change into step two which is an action step where you choose right to do something and move yourself because of that catalyst step three reflection and deliberate practice right looking at what happened and adjusting as necessary and then step four, which is kind of overall is Kaizen in, and I put in here, Kaizen in choice, continuous improvement based on small positive changes. So really broad topic. Definitely we will be diving in details soon and we will be closing up this podcast. All right. Do we have outro music? We can do outro music. Should, should, do, we, we, do, yeah. do we want to do the call to action? Subscribe and listen to us talk story some more. <laughs> I feel like such a plug. <laughs> say stuff like it's that. so strange. I hate, I hate hearing people say that on stuff. Like I, I just can't bring myself to say it. Like <laughs> you can say it, but I just can't. I say it because it feels like I'm joking. <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like people just want to come on and listen. Like yeah. if they want to listen, they'll come. If yeah. not, they won't. Yeah. I'm okay either way. <laughs> I'm okay. <either> way. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank man. you, folks. Shoots. Shoots. Bye.